Warning, the following views will be extremely offensive. You will hear foul language, sexual innuendos, and jokes in poor taste. Viewer discretion is advised. I got blisters on my fingers! We'll do it live! Yeah, we're going to do it live. F it like Bill O'Reilly says every Sunday on the show. We're doing it live. I'm El Donzo. I'm Dees. And we have a hell of a week for you in store. We're going to kick this off with the big bang over in Beirut caused by sheer stupidity, it appears. Hezbollah has gotten uh, out of this, and it looks like that they're just being stupid. Uh, Dees, what do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, we, we know now about the Russian freighter that was there that was carrying the ammonium nitrate. Um just tons and tons of it. I don't remember what the 20, exact number. Over 2,700 tons of yeah. ammonium nitrate carried by this freighter. So you got the story. Tell them about how this came to be. Well, this freighter was... I don't remember exactly where they were going. It was Russian. It was yeah, a it was, Russian a, it was freighter, a Russian freighter. They, they, were, s- they seized it. Okay. No, no, no. They Well, they seized it after they had to pull into this to the port in Beirut. Right for fuel and uh basically it's coming out now that they were not very well funded and they had to actually i believe sell off some of their freight in the story that i read in order to to get the fuel to get to wherever it was that they were going i mean the details are still emerging of this fandango but at the end of the day uh, Lebanon, the government ended up seizing the boat. Yeah, yeah. They ended the, up seizing it. The crew abandoned ship because they weren't getting paid, and they just, yeah, the boat was there, so Lebanon basically seized it and would not allow anybody to take it, touch it, whatever. And what we know now, it sounds like they removed the ammonium nitrate from the vessel. Yeah, it was initially reported that it, they just left the ship there, but now we're finding out that they had at least taken some of it Maybe all, I don't know, and stockpiled I believe all it. all of it and stockpiled it in this in, warehouse. In the warehouse, which is, and they haven't really said what happened to cause the initial fire in the warehouse. Well, actually, they did. So oh, the did ongoing, they? and it, this is constantly changing. The ongoing story right now is that they were doing maintenance at the warehouse, and somebody was welding on a door, and it ignited the fireworks, and then the fireworks fire eventually ignited the ammonium nitrate, and then it was a matter of time while that's breaking down. This is what I've heard, that the ammonium nitrate caught on fire and then detonated, which is plausible because explosives can be lit on fire usually. And the problem is once they catch on fire, they start to decompose and break down and they become highly unstable. So it doesn't take much, a pop, a little explosion to detonate everything. (laughs) Who the hell is going to weld anywhere remotely close to a sparkler, let alone stored firecrackers this this is beirut okay if you if you haven't noticed they're not very sharp so they had they had inspectors telling them since 2013 you can't be storing this ammonium nitrate like this is going to be a disaster and they kept ignoring them and ignoring them and ignoring them yeah so so at that point when you're just blatantly storing ammonium nitrate in an unsecure facility i mean what do you think is going to happen uh, if they're that stupid, then yeah, I could see somebody welding, probably in flip flops in Beirut, you know, with with no glasses on, covering his eyes, doing this thing and trying to weld something. Correct me it's if a I'm third wrong, world country. But wasn't ammonium nitrate the culprit in Oklahoma City? That it was. That's it was a I culprit. Yeah. And if you remember, uh, there was a chemical explosion in West Texas a few yeah. years back. Yeah, that was ammonium nitrate, and that was a tenth. Yeah, highly of- volatile, highly explosive. I mean, you you've seen the video. It literally looked like a small nuke went off. Anfo, as they call ammonium nitrate and fuel oil mixture. Anfo is what they use there, and it's used in mining a lot. It gets it's a cheap to make explosive. Um, but yeah, it was it was a horrible. And then you got all these people coming out and doctoring these videos. Yeah. Oh look, it was a missile. It or... wasn't. Oh, shut up. And the thermal imaging shows it's not thermal imaging. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen no thermal image from that. But they're saying NASA satellites picked this up. Yeah, it was. Which it was pretty large. I mean, it looked like a small nuclear warhead. That's what I'm saying. Off. Yeah. Even just the live video of it, there was you had the whole mushroom cloud, and you know the, any building looked like within a few hundred yards sustained substantial damage i mean it it just appears at this point that the blast in beirut was just 
the extreme carelessness and stupidity on their part. I mean, you take that blast. I mean, they're lucky in a sense that this particular warehouse was literally in a, in the harbor. And not in the middle of town. Right. Like if you just take that blast and you move it a mile into Beirut. Yeah. It would and have been, oh my God. Yeah. It would have been devastating. Death toll dude. would have been I mean, I thousands. Think the, the death toll they released. I remember the initial death toll they released was like, 10 people killed, thousands of others injured. I'm like, that's going up. Oh, that yeah. death toll is probably going to yeah, rise. I, I remember three times within, I would say, a few hours of the of it happening, I would check the story. And like you said, it started out like 10 to 15. Then the next one I saw was like 50. Then the next one I saw was like 78. Well, I get it. They're, they're doing confirmed deaths. Well, yeah. And, you know, but it's, it's like... You gotta you gotta match this hand with this elbow and yeah it's <laughs> it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough deal I mean every, anybody remembers back to nine uh, eleven when the twin towers came down yep we had an estimated death toll but it was you know not to be morbid but it was the same thing I mean it was overwhelming speaking so that's of which what be I, I saw that there was a anonymous you know who anonymous yeah yeah, yeah the group anonymous did that you see the that shit? they yeah. have released a new video. Of 9-11 that, that I never saw. And I've watched hours and hours of... I it, mean, it, it's nothing like... Earth-shattering. Yeah, yeah, it's basically this group that... I think they start out, they're on the roof of a, either an apartment or a office building or whatever, and just watching. And you can... It's about a 20, 30-minute video, but they're watching the first tower on fire. And then you start to see jumpers and they're reacting to that and the guy you can hear the explosion and then he immediately catches it on the second plane so he doesn't catch the plane actually going into it but right. and they're in city blocks probably four or five city blocks away but because the tower is so tall it literally is like right over their head i mean right and then the next the video cuts and then they're on the street and everybody's talking about it but yeah, it was just weird that why here we are, what I can't do math, nineteen years later and this new video is on surface basically. Wow. But again, it's nothing there's nothing newsworthy in it. it and all you nine eleven conspiracy theorists, there's nothing gonna nothing earth shattering is ever gonna come out of that because you know what happened? Plane struck the towers, the tower's structural integrity was compromised and they collapsed. Yeah. Okay. I know about explosives. All right. There was not explosives rigged in here and I'm getting ready for the 9-11 uh, date to come around again because it's right around the corner yeah. and every time this happens I hear these idiots that get online and come up with these wild ass uh, conspiracy theories I mean I'm some of you, them uh, uh, some of them are make, intriguing they make you think but but I'm, yeah I, I'm with you the top I mean it was just a, a perfect storm now the one that I'm still sketchy on is the Pentagon that one, which we can get into that later, but I, I still have a hard time believing that a plane did that to the Pentagon, but I digress. I don't, and I, and, but I've heard arguments about that and then arguments of how it penetrated the World Trade Centers, and, and I'd be more than happy to discuss that with you too because it's I've heard that argument yeah. about there's no way the plane could have penetrated. But anyway, we can well, say I don't that. Even, I'm not even saying that. I, there were literally no... You're talking about the, the one of the most secure places... In our country, and there's not one clear image of a plane. They do. They debunk that. They do have the image of the plane. I've never one of the seen cameras it. picked it up. Yes, it picked it up. The image of the tail of the plane going into the building. I believe it was a tail because there was a. But is it that super blurred shot that they? No. I've never seen. And then in the. I mean, you got to remember wreckage. Something. You never saw anything that even could resemble. Where's the wings? They're d disintegrated. It's we'll, we'll talk we'll about it later. That. Get your stuff together. But I'm because I looked deep into that when I first heard that there's no way of playing because they didn't have any footage, and then I got into it and they completely debunked everything. But anyway, we're going off the rails as we always, always do, do, as we always do on Eldonzo and D's. So we're going to try to get back to this week. We talked about the Beirut blast. Uh, we're going to open up after that with coronavirus. So Trump just signed an executive order, which. He's getting some backlash from a few Republicans. Of course, the Dems are, are, you know, against this. But Congress, as typical, in the usual fashion, can't get shit done. They nope. can't compromise it. No matter point. what side they're on. No matter what side they're on. Okay. But they actually, the Republicans are trying. And we have a little 
little thing about Judy Woodruff from PBS, I believe it is. We'll get into that. She mentioned something. But Trump signed an executive order this week uh, saying, you know, enough's enough. We've got to do something for people. Republicans wanted to do $200 extra a week unemployment from the feds. Of course, the Democrats wanted the full six. He goes, tell you what, we'll meet in the middle and do four. And he's also doing a payroll tax deferral, which he wants the Treasury to come up with a way to uh, actually expunge anybody of the debt. So starting September 1st, from what I read, there's going to be a payroll tax deferral on everybody. And it's going to go till the end of September. And what they want to do is find a way out to where people don't owe this or the businesses don't owe it. I thought it's going from September to December. Is what I thought. Oh, I it could read. be December, yeah. the beginning of December. But anyway, that's what they're doing. Of course, uh, you know, one guy, Nebraska Senator Ben Sasse, who's a Republican, called it unconstitutional slop. Well, get off your ass and do something, Ben. Yeah. You know, Pelosi agreed with that and called it an illusion. And this isn't an illusion. The guy's actually trying to help and do something here. And at any turn, they're cutting him down for it. So Judy Woodruff, the PBC or P- PBC, PBS. PBC, PBS, PMSNBC. <laughs> Uh, on PBS NewsHour, mentioned to Nancy Pelosi the flexibility that the GOP is showing and asked her about that. And Pelosi suggested she was an advocate for the GOP for even saying anything positive about the Republicans. So that goes to show you, no matter what anybody does on the right side, which they've been trying, they will not let anything pass if they don't get exactly what they want. And it's hurting the country. You could say that about both sides, though. No, you, you absolutely could. But, I mean, if you look at what the Republicans, they want to get something passed. Just Trump wants this to get done. A he couple months ago, it was the opposite. The, the you know, the, the Dems were, quote, trying. And that's the biggest problem with government is if you're on one side, you do everything in your power to stop the other side's proposals or whatever from winning. And yeah, my but- big bitch is like... The Dems got all that flack when when they did the first stimulus bill because they had all that fluff money in for what the museum and all this other shit. Well, each side's got fluff money in there. Well, that's because, what I'm saying. Because they have to, they can't spend anything, so they have to use these bills to get their other shit done. Right, which is that's precedence. that's where I have the biggest problem is is that okay, we're in the middle of this pandemic and you're up there pounding the podium saying we gotta help the American people. Well, then help the American people and stop worrying about your goddamn museum or whatever the hell you're trying to funnel in that extra twenty five well, million or billion or whatever. I think that's why they're pissed Trump did the executive order. Right. Well, and the that. Republicans are, are were trying to do the same thing with their bill that they're putting together with money going to what was it, the Pentagon for jets, fighter jets or something like what the hell does that have to do with helping the American people? Nothing. Just like Pelosi's millions for that art museum or I, I, you might, I don't remember theater or something. I don't know. Yeah. And Either way, up, it has they ended up blowing all the nothing money and not to do with, to with people it. that need actual relief. And it, it's just sickening that these politicians on both sides use these major crises to slide in a little fluff money for their little side project. And everybody does it every, you know, anytime they pass some kind of major bill, if you read the entire thing, they always find a way to slide that in there. And it's just, it's sickening the way that they do this just to, it's a power play. Well, unfortunately that's the position that our government is in. Right. Well, like I said, I'm not knocking one side or the other. They both do it. That's why I just absolutely hate politics because they're all crooked. Every single one of them. They're not all crooked. JB Pritzker's still in office. Yeah. So, yeah, we got to check the developments with that. So, anyway, uh, good on Trump for getting the executive order done. Like I said, he's gotten a lot of backlash. The payroll tax relief, the deferral thing, is going to be worth about $1,200 per worker, they said. So, it's just nice that he went ahead and shoved it through. Of course, there's going to be people calling it unconstitutional. But, like I said, if Congress can't get it done, somebody has to. So, they're doing it, which is good. And speaking about COVID, the schools are closing once again. I know in our area, in McLean County, Bloomington, Normal. I expect a a lot of them will follow suit as well. And I think it's absolutely ignorant. Yeah. Okay. These teachers are getting paid either way. And a lot of it, I see a lot of these teachers coming out and saying, well, we can't risk our lives to go to school. We have to do online learning and all this other stuff. Look, it's been proven that kids are not spreading this and kids are not susceptible. 
If you can go to Walmart, okay, to get your groceries and walk into that festering shithole that it is, you can go teach a class of students that are socially distanced and wearing masks. These, what do you think? Yeah, um, kids do show that they seem to be more resilient, although I did literally this morning read it might be in Peoria County. I'm not sure, but they, and it was funny that with schools coming out that now that's become a focal point, but they had like eight of their positives were children under 13. No, I'm, I'm yeah, I know kids, kids can but catch it. By and large, you don't see a lot of the younger kids getting it for sure. And yeah, I'm still, is it still serious? Absolutely. But I don't think we can continue to just, put the country on hold this is stupid this is absolutely you know what nobody ever talked about the h1n1 pandemic now that infected a lot of people Mm -hmm. it killed a lot of people worldwide but it wasn't quite on this scale but you know the test is what they're going by and they're saying the testing's inaccurate look i get it but nobody ever put the country on hold for a pandemic before this nobody even talked about it H1N1 really didn't even make headlines back in 2009 when it happened. No, yeah, it was, Nobody talked about it, but they're talking about this because it's an election year. And I'm telling you right now, the kids have got to go back to school. Not only for the kids' sake, they have to get in there, they have to do this, they have to learn, they have to be social. There has to be that normalcy back to the United States, but also the parents. I mean, the child care. Well, yeah, if your kids aren't going to school, how are you going to go to work? Exactly. You know, and if you're and if you're shutting the schools down, that's going to include the daycares and things of that nature. So Look, now you're putting more financial burden on the the parents because if they if the kids can't go to school and you know the kids exactly. are seven eight years old, you can't just leave them while you go to work if you currently have a work to go to. I mean, a lot of people are getting depressed over this. Yeah, there's a oh. lot of mental issues co- because this is suicide this is like rates a, are at an all time high and yeah, over what? Just, it's Going stir crazy. Absolutely and, ignorant. You know. It's absolutely ignorant. And look, it is the left that wants to shut everything down. I mean, I know some places got to do it regardless of politics, but it's like anything they can do that's opposite of what a Republican or, or an independent says, they're going to try to ramrod it. And it's ruining our country. It's absolutely just destabilizing our country. Um, speaking of something else, if it, has anybody heard of the 1619 Project? This is being pushed by the New York Times. Uh, it's one of their writers, Nicole Hannah-Jones. And this is something they're trying to spearhead. I saw you reading a little bit about this, Dees. This is uh, a 1619 Project is trying to reshape American history to where the founding of our country was in the year 1619 when the first African slave came to the colonies. So their argument is, well, the African slaves built this country, so it really wasn't founded when we declared our independence from Great Britain. It was actually founded when the first African slave came over. So they actually want to go out and rewrite the history books, but they're shooting themselves in the foot because they want to let kids in school. So <laughs> what do you think about it? I just I don't see this really gaining any real legs. I don't either, but that's I wanted to mention it because that's a thought process. Now, this country has gone in reverse uh, in regards to race re- race relations, and it really spurred off with the George Floyd thing, which I'm going to get into right now because I'm really pissed about this, and I'll tell you why. Back when this happened, there's people that know that I said this. When everybody was in a tizzy and the world started burning, I said, there's footage we haven't seen yet. There's st- there's there's got to be body cam footage. How did George Floyd end up on the ground? Well, it got released this week. He ended up on the ground because he's an asshole. All right? He was noncompliant. He was combative with the officers. He wouldn't do what they asked him to do. He said he couldn't breathe and he was claustrophobic while he was in the car resisting arrest and begged them to put him on the ground. Now, Derek Chauvin probably made a mistake putting his knee into the back of his neck. No, not probably. No question. Well, wait a minute. Wait now. He couldn't breathe when he was in the car. All right. You want to say he made a mistake? No question. I agree with you. But Derek Chauvin did not murder George Floyd. Agreed. George Floyd put himself in that situation. And when you're in a tense situation like that and it keeps escalating, a mistake will get made at some point, and a mistake got made. But if you watch the body cam footage, it shows that they didn't tase him. They weren't abusive towards him. They weren't derogatory towards him in any way. The they initial, were trying to get him to peacefully get in the car. The initial cop, the I don't remember which one it was, but when they initially opened the door, the cop did have his gun drawn. But immediately, as soon as 
George put his hands on the steering wheel. The cop holstered the gun. Uh, the narrative of this whole thing was that it was a racially motivated murder. And watching that video now, there is no way, shape, or form that you can convince me that Derek Chauvin was a racist cop who was trying to kill George Floyd. He did not try to kill. He did not. Was, watching this whole footage, he did not want to be in that position in no. the first place. Was he, was his actions unwarranted as far as the knee to the back of the neck? Yeah, You'll never convince me that they weren't, but I don't necessarily put all the blame on Derek Chauvin because as we've seen, that's something that cops do that needs to end period. Oh, I'm sure it's the ended. board. Yeah. I'm sure it's ended because they're ending police forces around the nation over this BS. When, when he goes quiet at that point, he probably should have stopped, but he continued to, you know, Derek Chauvin was, I'm not exonerating him. I'm not saying I'm saying he didn't murder him, but he definitely was in the wrong for being on him that long. But uh, I don't know how you're going to separate that or anything. But the bottom line is what you said. It wasn't what they told us it was. All George Floyd had to do was get in the car. They say that George Floyd was murdered over a counterfeit $20 bill. That's not the case. Right. George Floyd suicided himself over a counterfeit $20 bill because he would not go peacefully. I thought it was a 10. I heard it was a 20. All right. All right, that's that's the deal. I'm tired of hearing about it. This has been blown out of the water. I said it from the get-go. There's stuff we're not seeing. And why they wouldn't release this body cam footage until after the entire country has burned to the ground is beyond me. And, and technically, they still didn't release it. It, it was it leaked, leaked. Wasn't it? Yes, it was leaked and picked up by the Daily Mail. And then, Thank God somebody leaked the truth. Yeah, you know, and, and there is outrage now. But like I was telling you before we went on, the Breonna Taylor thing... Sh- that's what, if anything, was going to spark it. Just based on what we what we've heard, obviously we don't have body cam footage, but it seems like everybody seems to be in agreement that it was it went way wrong, um, a lot more wrong than what happened with George Floyd, in my opinion. They, yeah, I mean, but they and I agree with you. Busted it, down the wrong damn door for for starters. It appears that way, but I'm going to go back to what I said before, and I'm going to stand by this because there's no way to be wrong. There's no way you can be wrong when you say, I'm not going to make up my mind until I see the evidence in front of me. I'm not going to make up my mind and believe any narrative until I see some evidence about this. And I agree with you. The whole Brianna Taylor thing sounds wrong. But you got to remember, the whole George Floyd thing ignited this. Oh, yeah. No, once once the Floyd thing happened, then we heard started. I didn't even hear about Brianna Taylor until after the George Floyd incident. To be well. My guess is, and I'll tell you why, this is this is just a theory. The reason you heard about George Floyd was because it was in broad daylight. Okay, it was in the middle of the city on a city street, and people were video recording this. Oh, yeah. It, Brianna, was, on, it was on YouTube before any of the major news outlets had it. They picked up the first thing they could to, fuck, to excuse me, form a narrative, and they did it. Brianna Taylor, on the other hand, the SWAT team went into her house. Am I correct? Yes. Into the wrong apartment. In, into the wrong apartment. In the middle of the down, night. And, yeah, kicked it down. Blasted. And that's what we hear. They just blasted. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I want to know more about this. Just like I said with George Floyd, and everybody called me a racist, bigot, a-hole because I said, wait a minute, I want to see the rest of the footage. All right, I got tore up over that. Hey, the, they're a third right. Oh, absolutely, the a-hole part. Yeah, <laughs> I am a, I, yeah I'm a major asshole. I should have been a proctologist or something uh, because that's how big of an a-hole I am. But look, it's just I just want the truth. If we could just all kick back in this country and wait to form our opinions and our thoughts, around truth and not hey, hearsay we think we don't have time for common sense around here oh my Come god on. you're absolutely right uh but you know this goes back to the michael brown thing too with the ferguson the hands up don't shoot mm-hmm. which was a big thing that spurred blm to become what it has been today right it's founded on lies and now they're using rayshard brooks another lie because people see something they hear a narrative and they tune everything else out in their minds so it's all groupthink. It's 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 destroyed our country it's, over nothing. Yeah, this the the phrase that you hear all the time now, the the new normal. Mm-mm. I hate that. If I hear anybody say that in person, I want to slap them. I'm not oh, putting I up agree. with a new normal. Yeah. Well, but I mean, I have some bad news for you. What's that? It. it this is it. No. Uh, no, I refuse uh, to. You can I refuse, refuse all you want, but the bottom the this. bottom line is it. This is where we're at. Well, 
we got to do something here because even Biden's talking about defunding the police. I mean, the, look, look. Yeah, but Biden look, won't, the same people he won't that, remember it next week. Anyway. Yeah, you're right. You, but the but the the puppeteers that are working his mouth will make sure they get that oh, in yeah. and work it in. And that's well, and like I said thing. here last week, Biden's not the person you have to worry about. No, it's whoever the vice president is going to be. Yeah. Which that's looking like becoming uh, Susan Rice. I did see snippets of that today. But again, it seems like every other week there's a new name that pops out that a new front. I mean, you want to talk about racism. He's choosing his front runner, not based on their merits or the content of their characters. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. would say. Rice was heavily involved in that whole spying scandal as well. Yeah, and she was heavily involved in Benghazi. Yeah. So here's the thing about Susan Rice. She's not stupid. She knows the ropes. Okay. She's crooked, but she's not stupid. Uh, so it's pretty much coming down between Susan Rice and Kamala Harris. Uh, and and Rice, if I'm not mistaken, isn't she kind of a Hillary crony? Yes, she is a Hillary crony yeah. because she worked with Hillary Clinton during the Benghazi thing, which happened under Obama, where uh, Ambassador Chris Stevens was murdered, where they called in for reinforcement. They called in for help and they were denied it. They were told to stand down. Yeah. And Susan Rice went on that next Sunday on all the talk shows, if you guys remember this, and talked about how this was a result of a video that, that was mocking the Prophet Muhammad and all this other stuff. And they blamed it on this video. And that wasn't the case at all. This was not just some riot based on a video. This was a terrorist attack against our embassy, our consulate in Libya. Yep. And that was Susan Rice. She's also the same one that made sure to put it in the emails like a couple times about Barack Obama or Obama telling her to do it by the book when they were investigating Trump. You right. know, there's the other thing, too. You take these people and what they did to Trump when he got in there, if that doesn't show you how crooked they are and how phony and full of BS they are, nothing will. All you got to do is look at the evidence that's been presented before you to draw this conclusion. Now you got people, since this is coming out, that they did spy on the Trump campaign, that they did set him up, the same people that were saying that this is just conspiracy theory and these people are lunatics because they said that oh that's obama wouldn't do this and we didn't do that the fbi didn't do this turns out james comey went rogue he went rogue and went nuts on this thing so now they're coming out and saying well yeah but they had to do it so they're admitting it now and now they're trying to justify their actions it's like it's just unbelievable to me these it's unbelievable that 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 they're doing this this whole goddamn year is unbelievable it's one week after another it's a whole new shit show and you know obviously corona and the the racial divide are like the the chicken or the beef and then they just keep throwing side dishes on it's it's i'll tell you how insane this is i think it was uh it was a portland mayor ted wheeler yeah I think it was Ted Wheeler, right? Is yeah, that his name? I believe so. Came out and was asking people to stop rioting. And, and actually, this started out amazing because he said, when you burn a, go to burn a federal court, courthouse down with people in it, that's not an act of protest. You're trying to commit murder. Oh, absolutely. Which, you know what, uh, it's, you know, too little too late, but I'm glad he said it. But then he turns around and pretty much blames this on Donald Trump. Or uses Trump to do this. He says, and when you do stuff like this, you make the next video for the Donald Trump campaign so he can get reelected. So it wasn't about don't do it because you may actually hurt somebody. It's don't do it because they're going to use this against us. Right. Which is utterly unbelievable. I mean, here's how bad this has gotten. Seattle uh, protesters, I'd say that with quotation marks, protesters, the rioters, uh, are suing over their pricey riot gear. Did you hear about this? Only from you, yeah. Only from me, yeah, that's right. They're actually filing a lawsuit because since they have to go out and get this pricey riot gear to riot against the police, that's a, that's holding back their First Amendment rights. Well, look, you don't have to have riot gear to have a First Amendment right. You can go protest all you want, especially nowadays in this country. They'll let you protest anywhere. Go protest. I mean, it's a pain in the butt for people that need to commute and get to work and do all this other stuff when we have to close down the streets. But, it, hey, go protest. That's your right. But you don't have a right to fight the police and riot and incite the shit night after night after night. What is it? 71, 72 straight days of rioting? Yeah. And this whole peaceful protest thing, that that phrase just irritates the shit out of me. To me, a peaceful protest is like standing there holding signs, chanting, or a organized march. When you're sitting there just 
screaming in the face of police officers and blocking the flow of traffic. That's not a peaceful protest to me. If you're blocking people who are trying to get to work, trying to go pick up their kids, that's not peaceful. You are interrupting the flow of daily life. What you're doing is you're making a bad situation worse. Way worse because you see it all the time. You know, people get run over or, you know, that's the, the, the guy that got caught on the FedEx truck. You know, being play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Right. You know, and that's my whole point to this cop thing. There's so many, and, and we've got videos of cops doing the wrong thing. One I, one I cite a lot is Philando Castile. Uh, the, the guy that was in his car got pulled over for a taillight out, and the cop asked him to reach for his ID, reach for his ID, and shot him. Right. Okay. Uh, there was the other one, and I can't, I, for the life of me, remember his name. In Dallas. Uh, is that who you're talking about? Yeah, the white guy that yep, they mocked. Yep. I can't, sorry, I can't remember his name. Tim There's, or... Oh, Tim. Was it... Mm, Tim. Some, anyway. Tim, so, Tim Tip the Tiller, or... I can't, I can't remember, and I apologize for that. It was, a, it was a very similar situation to George Floyd, where and they're mocking him, making fun of him it's all the while. It's actually worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I just mean similar. Right. They similar, didn't shoot the guy. They got him down. But they pinned him. They he pinned died. him down, and, and he died. And he was, like, dead for minutes and while they, they literally to mock mocked and made fun of him. Yeah. Body. And I apologize for not remembering his name. Um, so there are instances where cops do bad things. Yeah, there's there but, are bad cops out there. But They're, you got to remember something. If a cop is there doing his job and you get up in his face and start screaming at him or you act like you're going to threaten him, look, that they're going to do what, first, they're, what they're trained, trained to, to do. do yeah. And then also there's human instinct there to get somebody away from you. Yeah, self-preservance. So, you know what? You protest all you want to. But when you go up and get in a cop's face or threaten them and scream at them or act violent towards them, you get what you deserve at that point. Right. That's not protesting. But that's okay because they're trying to abolish the police forces all over this nation. They're trying to defund them. The very people that want anarchy in the streets are the very, very same snowflakes suing over the price of their riot gear. You need to pay for our riot gear so we can riot against the cops, so we can peacefully protest. Kiss my Kiss my white Irish ass. I'm just going to say that. And I don't care if anybody doesn't like it. It's a saying. Don't get your panties twisted up over nothing. So anyway, yeah, I just really want to touch on the George Floyd video because, like I said in the beginning, let's wait for the footage to come out. doesn't absolve Derek Chauvin from wrong making doing. the wrong move. Yeah. Okay, but this absolutely should absolve him from murder or intent to kill or manslaughter at this point. That's what I wanted to see. I asked the question, how did George Floyd end up on the ground? And nobody cared. Nobody wanted to hear it. I was a bigot. I was a racist. I was all this stuff because I was asking questions. And that's what this country has come to. If you don't believe the narrative we're giving you, you're a racist, bigot, homophobe, xenophobe, asshole. And I don't like it. But that's no matter what you say, no matter what truth comes out, they just turn their head. BLM, it's not going to change anything with BLM or Antifa. The people that believe this from the get-go are going to continue to believe yeah, it. Yeah, no, just that, like, that train left the station, and there, there's just no stopping it right now. You can bring all the evidence you want to these people. I see this on Facebook. I stopped arguing with people on Facebook. There's no point in it because I like to debate. There's no debate left anymore. You can't debate anybody on Facebook. No, that's why I don't post anything on Facebook anymore. I, I mean, I don't know if you—I rarely—I might comment on some of shit, but the only thing you're going to see me post on Facebook is either going to be about sports— or about these podcasts, because I just don't want to deal with the, the bullshit. No, I understand. But what's gotten better for me is, is I don't, uh, if I see somebody, one of my liberal friends, liberal friends, which I do have still, amazingly, post something I completely disagree with, nine times out of ten, I walk away from it. Yeah. I just, no, nah, I'm not going to do it unless I'm on a bender or something. I'm like, eh, I'm going to kind of stoke the flames a little bit, and then I back off. And they, they do the same thing to me. They ignore it, which is how it should be. Yep. If you can't actually debate somebody, then don't get on there and do it. And I don't see when I see a liberal friend post something, I don't see any point in getting on there. And, and well, that's just you're not going to convince them. Of anything. Right. And they're going to keep going, keep going. Like when I have in the past posted something, it isn't me that ends up in the argument. It'll it's be other. Yeah, yeah. Somebody will post something and then somebody from the other side will post something. And then they right. get into this big pissing match. And then I just delete the whole damn thing. I'm just like, it, I'm over it. Well, during the bar hearing, if you remember this, and this is a really good example of, why we're just screwed as a country at the bar hearing, which took place, what, two months after Rayshard Brooks was killed. We know that Rayshard Brooks 
did everything he could to get killed that evening. It, if, if you're listening and you don't remember, Rayshard Brooks passed out drunk in his car in, in, Atlanta. The in Atlanta in the drive-thru of a Wendy's. The Wendy's called the police, said there's somebody passed out. The cops came up, allowed him to pull his car off to the side, did the typical DUI evaluation, and he was pretty calm, cool, and collected until they told him, we think you're too drunk. He was .157 or 153, I think. We think you're too drunk to drive. You're, we're going to arrest you. And when they went to put the handcuffs on him, this guy lost his mind. Took the officers down to the ground, two officers. Took them down to the ground. In the midst of it, stole one of their tasers and took off running. They took off in pursuit. He turned around. When he turned around to fire the taser, he actually got the taser off towards a cop. I don't think it hit him. But at that point, it's play stupid games. Win stupid prizes. So they pulled their guns and dropped him. And then what happened after they dropped him? They tried taking, uh, they tried doing life support measures on him yeah. until the ambulance got there. And of course, they rioted over that, and uh, his girlfriend burned the Wendy's down to the ground because how dare they, uh, right. you know, call the Which, cops on a guy that's passed out drunk? To go back to the the Floyd thing, that's that is one of the other things that has always bothered me about the George Floyd thing is that when, you know, he he goes unconscious, you see it on the video, he's and he's still got the knee on. But when they do get the the paramedics show up. I have never seen paramedics so nonchalant about somebody who is clearly unconscious. Yeah, they I basically agree with that. just kind of grabbed him, flopped him on the gurney, and slowly wheeled him away. Typically, when you come up to when an EMT comes up, somebody's unresponsive, you immediately start CPR to see. They didn't even like they felt for a pulse. And they just, I mean, at that point, you think, well, he's dead. Forget it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened when you they got him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I do. I do. But I don't know what happened when they got him in the ambulance. I don't know if they tried in there well, with the machines. And, and they said that they did. But my point is, when do you ever see that? Usually, like, they'll do what they can but immediately. You, right. And then they might say, okay, we need to get him. But they just. I, I don't know. kind of rolled him on the gurney like he was already a dead body. And he very well probably was, to be honest with you. you know, here's my thing with Rayshard Brooks. They, uh, one of the things that came out was the cops just shot him in cold blood and just stood there. That was the narrative release that they yeah. just shot him and stood there. That's not true at all. No, no. They released the body cam footage and said, this is not what happened. But people still had it in their minds. So during the bar hearing. When they had Attorney Attorney General Bill Barr up there, and they just grilled him and wouldn't let him answer questions, they framed the killing of Rayshard Brooks as police officers shot an unarmed unarmed black man sleeping in his car. Yeah. Okay, that was months after the fact. That's how they believe it. Look, don't try to argue with these people. You can't argue with them. Just walk away. There's no point. They've made up their minds, no matter what evidence is in front of them, because they have to push this damn narrative. So, I mean, that just that's it in a nutshell, really, with what's going on in the country. Yeah, it, it's like I said, it's whatever pushes the narrative, the racial divide that you, you'll, you're not going to hear about black on black crime. You're not going to hear about a black cop, cop shooting, a, you know, a black suspect or for that matter, a black cop shooting a white suspect. No, it's it's whatever fits their current narrative and it is driving the spike deeper and deeper, pushing the, the two sides further and further apart. And that's a, I mean, that's a dead I, horse we beat, but every I hate week, to say it, but this is the, don't, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to haul off. This it's, is it's what new, people want to be the new normal. Yes. And like I said, I've said this before. What really chaps my ass about this is this country has come so far in building the race relations and doing everything they can. They really have. I mean, look at all the countries around the world. We have spearheaded righting our wrongs over the past 200 years or since the civil war it's always been a constant step in the right direction and then all of a sudden over george floyd it just knocks us back i wouldn't even say to square one this this takes us we're negative we're right negative now. now so how we're going to recover from this i don't know but i guarantee you this it's going to get a hell of a lot worse leading up to november 3rd and it's not that far away no and, and i know you i think are one of the people that believe that should Trump win, everything's just going to go away. And I'm, I think we're pretty yeah, well. I, I don't believe that everything's, I don't believe way. that everything's going to go away, but I have a theory that I hope to hold true. It, I don't believe it's going to happen, but I see it as somewhat of a possibility. This will taper down. And I, by that, I mean the stoking of the fires. They will try to find an impeachment or something to do on him. But this is all flaring up because it's on the table. It's re-election time. They have to do everything they can to make sure he doesn't get re-elected. 
the problem for them is if he does get reelected, then it's all over. He's got four more years. So now the riots and pushing the coronavirus isn't going to do them any good. They'll have to go back to square one, trying trying to find something to impeach him on. That's what I mean by that. I hope you're right, but I, I just think— I do. I do. I think there's still going to be riots in the street. But look, they cannot afford to shut down their cities and allow them to be torn apart to push a narrative for four years. They can't do it. They cannot do it. They're going to have to do something. They can't do it. But I'm pretty convinced that they will do it. Well, they're that stupid. Who knows? Well, but at that's that point, my what are you that's my do? point. They look. They're going to mm. report on Trump removing the tag from his mattress if it will help build a case to get him Lori, out of office. Lori Lightfoot, the Beetlejuice mayor in Chicago, what an ugly mf'er. I mean, she is just God. She creeps me out. And I said this on the last show. Somebody posted a meme this week. I meant to share it with you. Have you seen the movie um, Coming to America? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do, do you remember the part where uh at the end when he's trying to convince the the daughter to, that he's a prince or whatever and she runs away from him and yeah. then the little old black lady goes oh if you're really a prince i'll marry you oh and she yes. looks like Lori Lightfoot. yes she looks just like well not just like not quite as as bad but somebody put basically put like a face swap with her on that saying that same thing and she's creep have you yeah. seen her wife no her, her, i i no let's yeah i, I mean don't. it's it's bad it's i'm just glad that she's not in the uh, candle business with gwyneth paltrow let's put it that way <laughs> <laughs> Smell like a tuna factory going up in flames. Uh, so anyway, Lori Lightfoot actually said uncle a little bit to Donald Trump and allowed him to take in 200 federal agents to help combat crime in her city while they still want to defund. Of course, Bill dipshit de Blasio in New York, He's have you been keeping up on him? No. He's doing everything he, possible he can to destroy a city and continually defund his police departments. New York is it's going to be like uh, I expect Kurt Russell to show up there any time and try to save the president. <laughs> That's how bad New York's getting. So De Blasio hasn't pulled the uh, hasn't started to pull the lever yet on saying I can't do this. I'm an idiot, which he is. He's the worst mayor. He's worse than Lori Lightfoot. Like I said, at least Lori Lightfoot said, okay, yeah, well, let's call Trump and work on this, and we need some bailout here. So even, even like my friends that I video game with that are in New York City, most. And they're not happy with him and they're liberals. Like they acknowledge that he's the worst thing to happen to that city. If he gets elected again, I mean, that's on, that's on New York at that point. I mean, I always expect New York is probably going forward after Giuliani, especially at this point, they went this far left. They'll probably continue putting in democratic mayors, but let's, Hey, tell you what, put in a democratic mayor. That's fine. Don't put in some radical left wing guy that doesn't have a, brain in his head right so speaking of corruption in the far left and and how quickly they can make shit go away did you hear the latest about madigan i was actually going to ask you if you had any update on that because of course radio silence on that that's that's the update there is no up not church mouse not not a peep it has just gone away we have to do some digging into that yeah. something else we haven't heard a lot about is uh Ghislaine maxwell Yep, same thing. I mean, we we had what we reported last week with the the unreleased documents, or the now the newly released documents, I should say. Uh, but I have not heard anything about the deposition that they were supposed to. I I, I think they might still be fighting that in court. Um, they were going to release her deposition from one of the civil cases in I think 2013 or something like that. That is supposed to have some some bombs on that. And I know that her attorneys were fighting to keep that wrapped up. Well, and so that just tells me that there's there's some shit on that. That <laughs> Even the good old true liberal, as I like to call him, Bill Maher, was arguing with somebody, excuse me, on his panel. And even he acknowledged it makes perfect sense for Bill Clinton to actually have been on Pedophile Island and have two young girls in his arms. He actually argued that. He said it's Bill Clinton. Right. Why wouldn't he do that if he had the opportunity? We know he was on the flight logs. Yep, several there's, times. There's people now saying he was on Pedophile Island. I'm telling you, if Slick Willie was there by himself, uh, he was probably knocking boots the whole time. I mean, that guy's like your classic oh, I have no question. Yeah, I mean, nowhere on those flight logs is Hillary's name. You know, and, and you've got some names on there, Bill Gates and... Um, 
Zuckerberg and, and they're saying Tom Hanks. I don't, he he's supposedly on there. Um, but have you Ellen at, DeGeneres is on there. Have you looked at the flight logs though? I've seen they have initials on them. So I don't know. And and there's this big conspiracy theory about Tom Hanks that became a Greece citizen because he's gonna he's a pedophile and there there's a whole lot of stuff I see on social media. It's yeah. just BS. And people spread it. And anytime I get on there, I'm like, hey, this isn't this isn't accurate. They get pissed off at me. And they're conservative well, friends. I, look. And it's like I get satire. I'm one hundred percent convinced that there is a some I don't know how vast it is, but there is a pedophile un- underground pedophile slash I don't know how to put like cultist yeah yeah there know? is a cult of these and I agree with that 100% and we we talked about it before Corey um Feldman when he was on I think it was the view several years ago talked about it and that's the reason Corey Haim killed himself well because they were both getting molested when yeah. they were young child actors by Hollywood men yes I mean this was well this was known. the normal in Hollywood yeah, th- these weren't like you know and here's, producers and directors I mean he Corey the, Feldman lets it be known that oh these yeah, are, and the producers and the directors knew about it yes everybody knew about it this yeah. wasn't like something that uh, I know one of the names that got brought up was Charlie Sheen which he'd probably screw a snake if he held his head right and now they kind of took the focus off Charlie Sheen, but one of the stories was Charlie Sheen was the guy that was raping Corey Feldman and Corey Haim. That's who initiated them into this. And it wasn't just like Charlie Sheen took him and said, don't tell anybody and all this other right. stuff. This was, this was known. Uh, their agents knew about it. That's actually who actually uh, was getting blamed for starting this with Corey Feldman was his agent. Who's also a pedophile. And he's, I think he's down in South America right now. He's on the lamb. Nobody's wow. heard from him. So, well, and Har- I believe and Harvey Weinstein. We know that she, he was very close, quote, friends with Oprah Winfrey. Yep. And we know what a pig he turned out to be. Yeah. So these people in these circles they ran with all knew what was going on. Okay. This wasn't like somebody kept a dirty little secret. It was well known what was happening there. So when I get on social media. And I say, hey, you know, this this photo's doctor, doctored or this isn't the case. This is not the true story with this. The reason I'm doing that is because you're getting people worked up um, over a conspiracy theory that's unfounded or somebody doctored an image or somebody just made something up. I want you to get worked up about the right cause, but get worked up, worked up about stuff that's currently going on right now. And that's true. That's my only point. Put that energy and effort into something that's actually going to get us somewhere and that's actually happening and unfolding in front of our eyes, right. like the Hollywood pedophile ring. Yeah. I mean, we don't need to talk about Pizzagate anymore. No. Okay. There's a lot of conspiracy, that Pizzagate conspiracy theory. Look, that's a conspiracy theory. We have this in front of our eyes every day. Let's focus on this. Let's out this. Yeah. That's my only point. You know, and, and people talk about Epstein and how, you know, he was this, he, he had obviously millions and millions, maybe billions that people went to him because they wanted help with money or whatever. But to that, why is Bill Gates there then? Because he sure as hell didn't need any money from. No, actually, Bill Gates was working with Epstein on investing. And uh, it was a Microsoft. I, I, cannot, I cannot remember what it was, but they were working on getting investments from uh, Jeffrey Epstein for something that obviously Bill Gates needed an investor for. I mean, I know he's got a lot of money, but depends on what it is. I mean, multiple investors, that way you're not banking all your cash in one thing. That's probably how that happened is my guess. I mean, Bill Gates is worth how much? Billions. He's worth billions, but does he have $3 billion in his bank account to invest in something is a question. Probably. Oh, okay, maybe. I or mean, whatever. this is Bill Gates. I know, but whatever the number is, that's how they do it. They get investors, so they're not fronting all their capital up. If I'm not mistaken, he's worth hundreds of billions and might even be approaching a trillion. I don't know. It's too depressing to look at. Yeah. So what do you got in the news today? I mean, you got to have something this week. What do you got? Well, I we haven't touched on the <clears throat> the diversity of the news this week. Oh, how could I forget? I was right? all wrapped up in the George Floyd BS conspiracy. Let's have it, Dees. Oh, this is great. This is great. Mr. Puppet himself, Joe Biden. I don't know how I forgot about that. So he did a he did a whopper this week. Do you have that pulled up? I'm exactly? look, no, not exactly, but... Oh, yeah. You're dropping the ball. No, but Joe Biden uh, continued on his long run of, of stupid things you could say, but I believe Joe Biden actually believes this. Dees is pulling up the quote right now. I could probably say it, 
but I want the full quote in context. So we're going to see if he can get it. But this kind of goes along the lines with uh, poor kids are just as, just as smart and talented as white kids. Uh, if you missed it this week, he was talking to the Latino community and he said, unlike the African-American community with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community with incredibly diverse attitudes <laughs> about different things. That, that that's, that's about the most blatantly disrespectful thing I've ever heard him say. And the reason why he says, he says with notable exceptions. So he's conscious, conscious of this. Yeah. He knows what he's saying, which is unbelievable. And then he did an apology, I think, about it, too. Yeah, he said, earlier today I made some comments about diversity in the African-American and Latino communities that I want to clarify. In no way did I mean to suggest the African-American community is a monolith, not by any... But that's I exactly what he said. Yeah, that's precisely what he said. And not by identity and not on issues, not at all. Yeah, it's stupid. He may as well have just come out and said, hey, I was just joking, guys. <laughs> I mean, that's how stupid this yeah. sounds. I mean, if you remember back, I, I, I really believe he feels this. Democrats have always used the black vote as something they took for granted. It's just ingrained in their system. You're black, you're voting for us. He said it himself on Charlemagne the God's podcast. Right. He told but, because when, when Charlemagne noted that, hey, there's a lot of time up until election, we've got more questions for you. Joe Biden says, hey, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. They take it for granted. They expect the black, the African community, um, the African-American community to just be pawns in their game. And he says it every week almost now. He's just blurting it out. He has no filter. He has none. He has no couth. He's got nothing. That's well, he how even, he thinks. He even doubled down on it. Um, it, was, it was a virtual National Association of Latino elected and appointed officials. That's a mouthful. Uh, they had a vir no virtual comment. conference. And he said, we can build a new administration that reflects on full diversity of our nation, the full diversity of Latino communities. And when I mean full diversity, unlike the African-American community <laughs> and many other communities, you're from everywhere, from Europe, from the tip of South America, all the way to our border in Mexico and in the Caribbean and different backgrounds, different ethnicities, but all Latinos. We're going to get a chance to do that if we win in November. You hear that? Do you all the African-Americans out there, you don't matter to them. You're just pawns. You're going to vote for them anyway. They don't care. You're not. Well, and apparently you are, you're not from anywhere but, but Africa, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're not from uh, the, the Because he specifically says from Europe, from the tip, tip of South America, the Caribbean, Mexico. Actually, but, Europe, Spain, Spain, Hispanics. That's, that's what he yeah. said, from oh, Europe. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But, that's, yeah it's, but he's basically saying that black people are only from Africa. And that Latinos are from all over the world. I wonder how the African-American community likes being boxed in as just being pawns in their game. But they've always been pawns in their game. Because if you remember back, uh, it was the Democrats who started the KKK, the Democrats that fought for slavery. Uh, Democrats were pretty much the Confederates during the Civil War. Yeah. This yep. is all the Democratic Party. That's all they've ever done. So is I want to know what Biden thinks about people from like the Dominican Republic. Because they're both. Yes, they are. Most Dominicans are, they look like your average, if I, I mean, I don't know what you would call average, but they look like just regular black people you would see on the street. Yeah, regular. But African. they're, I mean, they're Hispanic. And that's why I say African-Americans, you know, and I really don't like the term African-Americans. So, so apparently people, the, is, the natives of Jamaica are, are not diverse. No, if your skin color is black, you're not diverse. Yeah, you're, you're That's the equivalent of saying they all look the same to me. Is it not? It, no, that's exactly what it's saying. It, it, as far as I mean, when I read that, that's what I see. I've got a couple of black friends. I want to ask them about this, and I'm going to have that. I'm going to try to report on this on the next show. But I want to know what they think about this, what their true feelings are. Right. Not as a political thing. I want to know how you feel when somebody talks about your race like that. Yeah. And pretty much generalizes you into one one pocket of society. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, he's not. 100% wrong when he's talking about Latinos being very diverse because they no, are. No, he's not. He's 100% right like, about like that. Like you said, you've got the Mexicans, you have Cubans, Puerto Ricans, and he's not wrong. But to sit there and, like you said, put all of the the, the black community into one single box that they're, they have no ethnic, ethnical diversity is ridiculous. Do you keep up on the Hodge twins? I Yeah. The Hodge twins, actually, they played this on their podcast. And one of them, I can't remember the one's name, 
I like them. I think they're a little over the top, but they I, are, I but, do like them. But I do like them too. But he said, that's the first time I've ever agreed with Joe Biden. He said, because black people, that's how you act when you only vote for Democrats. Yeah. And it was like, oh boy. But he can he can say that, obviously, because their Hodge twins are black. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's, I don't know. I don't know how much more he can say. So that leads us into this. These, we talk about this every week. Do you think there's going to be a debate between Biden and Trump? At this point, I don't think there is. I, I think they're doing everything in their power to keep him from speaking before a national audience. Like at this point, we see these things because somebody is there and literally watches everything he does. And we right. hear these clips. Right. But as far as getting him on a stage or even virtual, whatever, to where the majority of the voting public is going to be watching. I think that they are going to do everything in their power to ensure that that does not happen. There can be no, nobody on his campaign team like speechwriters would have in the right mind written what he said this week. No, nobody would say. And and the question is, why did he have to throw in unlike the African American community with notable exception. Why did he even say that? Why didn't he right. just say that yeah. the Hispanic community? If, is if he would have said exactly what he said without those words, it's, unlike the African-Americans, he'd have been fine. He would have been absolutely fine. But the fact that he threw in the, those extra like four or five words, whatever it is, that's what caused this storm. It's and, just there was no need for that. Yeah. He offered ammunition to the other side for no. And, and you've seen the one where the guy was asking him if he would or had taken the, the cognitive tests and then he immediately turned it on the, the interviewing. Yeah. Basically asking him to take a drug test and yeah. asked him if he was on cocaine. Yeah, I was like, what's, where the, do you pull that from? Like, I mean, what, what's he going to do next? Like open up a can of ro- ravioli and dump it in his shorts. I mean, this guy's off on, you know, it's Mars, just, again, dude. and I've made no secret that I'm not a hundred percent happy with Trump, but, I look at both of them and I'm just like, how, how did we get here that these two, literally one of them is going to carry us for the next four years. Although Biden is not going to carry us for four years. I, he'll, he won't make two if he wins, but it's just, you know, like Trump making the claim that he passed the veterans choice thing. I don't recall that. Yeah. It's all, I think it happened yesterday. It was, he stormed out of another press conference because a reporter basically fact checked him. He apparently made a claim that he was one, he was responsible for the veterans choice act, which if you're unfamiliar, basically it's for uh, veterans, basically choosing where yeah, they can go they to get health care instead yeah, of they don't have having to be to hobbled the into the VA. Yeah. That passed under his administration. It passed in 2014. They just did something recently with I that. I think they, they added to it, but yeah. but it started in that, 2014. Maybe it started in 2014, but I know the Trump administration just recently did something with but, it. Uh, and again, so he may not have passed Full disclosure, I, I didn't watch the entire clip and get... But Trump, it was, like I said, the, the reporter fact-checked him on it, and it was just one of those, okay, thanks for coming, and he walked away. Yeah, well, Chris Wallace claimed to fact-check him during their interview, and... I don't know what Chris Wallace was thinking when he said that, that that Joe Biden doesn't want to defund the police. He said, Mr. President, that's not true. But Joe Biden, in that manuscript, he didn't say defund the police. He said reroute funds for the police. So, yeah, I mean, that's the fact-checking thing is coming down to, like, what's, you know, Snopes started this shit. But the fact-checking, like you get on Facebook now, is coming down to a fact-check isn't a false or a positive. It's well, they didn't exactly say it like that. You yeah. Know? No, well, it was it, actually it 500 be, M&Ms in the jar, not 501. Yeah. Verbatim at this point. And, and again, that that's where we are today. But here's the thing. I couldn't put I won't put it past Trump to make a gaffe like that if he was involved with something and then saying, yeah, hey, we passed it. OK, maybe it passed in 2014. I have to take a look at it. But that's yeah, that's small potatoes. I mean, Obama no, said stuff is. like that. Clinton it's, it's, said George it's Bush. But. When you look at your candidate, okay, that's this is the most important race uh, in the Democrats' minds and also in the Republicans' minds too that they will ever have. This is the everything hinges on this. The next four years of the country hinges on this, depending on what side of the country you want to be on, okay. And there, and this is happening every week. They can't even script him. They can't even say, "Joe, look at me." Snap the fingers. Just read the script. <laughs> he can't even do that. 
yeah. at such a crucial time. So how in the hell is he going to go debate Donald Trump? No, yeah, that's what I say. I, he's not. And I, how are you? How are you liberals out there going to consciously vote for somebody that can't even debate? Never Trump. That's how. I mean, it never. just blows my mind. You're willing to take a risk on somebody that has almost the cognitive ability of somebody that's in mid-stage Alzheimer's right now, yeah. which is what he seems like. You're willing to put him. I mean, question is, why couldn't you get somebody else? I mean, God, get somebody that can form sentences and like coherently speak. I know Trump says stupid stuff all the time, but you got to put somebody up against somebody else that can actually talk. What are you expecting to do here? If they blow it, they blew it on their own. I'm sorry they did. Kim Jong-un could run for president in this country. And if he and was they going, would vote for him. They would vote for him. They would vote for him, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, that's a world in a nutshell. What else you got, D's? That's all for me this week. That's all I got, too. My blood pressure's up. I'm going to go have a beer talking about, oh, my God. So oh, anyway, until next time, this is Donzo. This is D's. And we're out, baby. See ya.